You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Three weeks into the season, the Rockies are making a flurry of roster moves. So is it kind of early to be doing this? Let's find out. I'm Allison Fitter, here with Thomas Harding, who covers our wonderful Rockies every single day for the most part. And Thomas, um, Chris Russin has joined the rotation after a nice little show in the bullpen. Jordan Lyles, uh, kind of, they, it sounds like they're trying to save him from himself by sending him out. So what was uh, going on with him, and, and what, what should we expect moving forward. Well, first let's talk about Jordan Lyles. He was a guy that Rockies really thought would rebound after a couple of years of injuries, and it just didn't happen for him. Three of the four starts he had, he didn't even make it as far as five innings. And the one good start he did have, it was like um, low 70s in pitch count, got through seven innings and was removed for offensive purposes, and he got the win there. So the Rockies know that there's something good there, but for whatever reason, his delivery isn't right. He's not hitting the strike zone. He's walking people at a rate that he never has before. And it turns out he, even though it seems like he's been around forever, he still had minor league options and they could send him down. So they're sending him down hoping that he can fix whatever delivery issue he has. And it does look like he's spinning off toward first base. And I've got to say about Chris Russin, um, Lyles wasn't quite sharp in spring training. Had Russin not injured his middle finger, it was an inflammation issue, and they were trying to save it from, from the tendon snapping. If he hadn't gotten hurt in spring training, I would suspect they would have done this at the start of the season and say, hey, Jordan, you missed a lot of last season. We're going to get you right, and we'll go with Chris Russin in the rotation. Um, three, star, I'm sorry, three relief appearances, Chris Russin has allowed no runs in nine and two-thirds innings, six strikeouts in that time. So after a bad first outing in Arizona, he pitched very well in the relief role, and he goes back to the starting rotation. The guy had a high ERA last year, went 6-10, and 10, but he had two complete games, which uh, rarely happens around here. And he had a complete game shutout at Coors Field. There have only been a handful, really, in the history of the Rockies. So this is a guy who can pitch as a starter, um, and, and they like him a lot because he keeps things simple. Uh, he can pitch at Coors Field because he isn't dependent on – dependent on great break on his pitches. It's just location and aggressiveness. So does this mean that they have depth or that they are lacking in depth? I don't know really what to make of this. The rest of this is the rotation that obviously weakens the bullpen. Um, who replenishes that and is this kind of leaving them a little short that way? Well, it turns out I, going into this year, I thought they had more depth than in the past, and I still think that, but they've already had to use it because Jairo Diaz, a hard and right-hander, blew out his elbow in spring, spring training. He's not there. Miguel Castro, who they got in the Tulowitzki trade with Toronto, has been lights out all season. Well, about a week ago, he came down with a shoulder issue, so he's not pitching right now. Jason Mott that they signed, he had a shoulder issue late in spring training, and he's supposed to throw his first bullpen this week, and he's working his way back. So they had some depth but they've already gone through some of that depth in the bullpen. Um, some of the interesting things that I'm seeing, though, is young guys are getting a chance, like Castro got his chance, in part because Diaz got hurt. There's a guy, Carlos Estevez, and he came up, um, pitched a shutout inning 
against the Dodgers in his big league debut, a guy who was in double-A last year, really pitched well in the Arizona Fall League and looked good in spring training, too. Not a lot of experience um, out of the Dominican Republic, but um, a little bit older than some of the guys there, but he's a big power right-hander, and he's getting a chance. And what it looks like is when they're going through their depth, some of these younger guys that are part of the future are already getting a chance to at least get their feet wet at the big league level. So um, there could be some pain at this part of the year because of having to use the depth, but at some point it'll pay off for the Rockies. As I've said before, I really expect it to pay off sometime next year rather than this year, but there is some talent in that organization. Um, Russon, he was in the rotation most of last season and, as I said, did pretty well on several occasions. And his presence means they don't have to go get Jeff Hoffman, who is the prize of the two-low trade and is pitching well at AAA. Yeah, when I read about some of the guys that are rehabbing, you know, you listed a lot of the, just what's going on with guys that are on their way back or working their way back. And then I see, like, Jason Mott. He grew up a bullpen session, and he's working back from shoulder injury from spring training. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't know. Like, it's, weren't we kind of expecting that to happen with him? Um, I don't know. It kind of bugs me now. Of course, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's not like anybody could have known. But at the same time, they threw a lot of money at him. And I, I sort of feel like he was sort of predestined to be injured at some point. Does this, this doesn't shock me that he's just trying to work his way back now. Well, it doesn't totally shock me. Although last season, which was his first real healthy year off Tommy John, nothing happened until right at the end of the last season, and it looked like after a couple of weeks off, had the Cubs gone to the World Series, he may have been able to make it back. So I don't see this as part of a chronic issue with him, but I see it as something you have to watch for a reliever who threw nearly 100 miles an hour and had Tommy John surgery at one point. Now, if they can get him right, which it looks like they're taking their time getting him right, if they can get him right, he can contribute to this team. I mean, coming out of the gate, I thought he would have been the closer in this club. So, yeah, it, you have to watch it for an injury risk with, the, with him. But I guess the good news is the elbow's okay, and, and these shoulder things crop up. They're just going to have to hope that it doesn't turn into something really serious with him. But, yeah, they did put some money into it because they needed a, a veteran in the bullpen, and there's a risk-reward re- thing there, and right now they're seeing the risk. Yeah, totally. Okay, I wanted one last question just about the new fences. Um, sort of blocked off, moved in to, to keep the balls in a little bit, but is this working against the Rockies more than they thought it would? Well, they thought, it, you know, the new fences were there and both teams playing the same ballpark and you <laughs> figure it even itself out and maybe over 162 games it will, but right now it's almost as if the fence only, it's almost as if the fence just shows up when the Rockies are batting. I mean, it literally is blocked five home runs for them, and on three of the occasions, the guys didn't score. And frankly, what the Rockies were hoping was that that would happen, but it would help their pitchers some. I mean, they knew putting it in. You can't put in a fence and say, okay, it's only up when the other team's batting and we take it down when our team is batting. But what they're hoping is that when it does happen to a Rockies pitcher, maybe a home run becomes a triple or maybe a, a, a potential triple Carlos Gonzalez throws a guy, a guy out of third base the way Yasiel Puig did to Trevor Story. I mean, that guy's lost, what, three home runs to that fence. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. And he was the one that came up with the name the Breidich Barrier after the general manager, Jeff Breidich, who's, who kind of worked with um, some numbers and a research team and came up with the idea for the fence. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Thomas, as always, thank you so much. Catch up with you soon. 
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 